Welcome to the Plant Witch Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? Welcome to episode six of the Plant Witch Podcast. We've been talking about radical belonging and the process of othering. Today, I want to try and bring those two ideas together. This is the secret to inner alchemy. Whenever we encounter something that is other, whether it's an idea or a person, a mistake that we've made and regret, unsolicited advice or attention, or really anything that doesn't fit in with what we've deemed to be right, good, acceptable, wanted, harmonious, we feel this huge rush of sensation. The sensation feels different um, in each body, in each person, but generally it's something like hot fire in the belly or cold clamping in the limbs, sweating of the palms or feet or armpits, rising heat or clamping cold. We name these sensations with emotions like rage, fear, frustration, sadness, betrayal. But beyond the naming of these emotions, we actually have a constellation of sensations. If we can stay present in the sensations, then we can harness this raw life force with our intention, rather than being hijacked by the unconscious conditioning that we have around this high sensation. In modern Western culture, we're not taught the skills of working with and wielding high sensation experiences. We just want the overwhelming sensations to end, so we numb them with food or entertainment, or we vent them through gossip or angry outbursts, or we turn them inward to fuel narratives of shame and self-hate. But there's another way. When this rushing life force comes streaming into us in response to the confrontation with the other, we can stay present in the experience. We can breathe deeply, anchor ourselves in our bodies, and realize that we are staring face to face with the raw energy at the gaping portal of birth. This primal energy has come rushing in to fuel emergence. What will we do with it? It's like a lightning bolt, raw power, and how we use it is up to us. If we're not grounded, this raw power can be very destructive. But when we're secure and solid and whole, this raw power is pure fuel to create the reality that we choose. This is the bedrock of magic, the practice of building a strong container to wield this raw life force with intention rather than allowing it to hijack our experience. If we don't create our own container for this rising energy, then we will just plug it into the systems we've been indoctrinated into. Just like in the matrix, if we don't free ourselves, then we are just fuel to the agendas of others. Our fear, our anger, our defensiveness, that energy gets siphoned off by the agendas that we are groomed to affiliate with. We are battery packs for the machine. 
We use our vital force to push against the other that has been identified for us by the church and the state and the family system. Rather than walking toward this primal alchemical fuel to create the abundance that we are seeking in our lives. This method of working with the fire has been called the lightning path or the left hand path or the poison path and many other names. And this path is not for the weak. We can become seduced by this power and go seeking it out, creating situations of pain and suffering so that we can feed on this high intensity. This is a danger and a pitfall of this path, but not one that can't be avoided or overcome. This seduction is only possible when our container is weak when the ego is undeveloped and insecure, and we're not in touch with our heart as the master of the whole system. When we live out of the heart space, the place where our essence blooms forth from the essence of life itself, we're able to build a healthy persona that operates in service to this coherent field radiating from our core. We are moving in harmony with the dance of life. We're in concert, in synchrony, we become a beneficial being in the ecosystem. This kind of inherent belonging gives us the stability to wield the huge power, to ride the lightning in a way that adds to the harmony and the wholeness of life, rather than feeding our own neuroses and creating more selfishness and imbalance in the world. When we can put our persona in stewardship of the heart and the higher self or in service to the heart of the and the higher self. And we ground the human nervous system energetically to make it stable and to encounter these huge energies. These things have been the work of mystics and yogis and alchemists and magical initiates for millennia. This is the way of the warrior, the spiritual warrior, the peaceful warrior, It requires training and discipline, clarity of purpose, and a sacred community that can hold this essence of radical belonging that acts as our anchor and our ground. This is the essence, the work of dying to life, as the great magician and alchemist Jesus spoke about. This is also the gift of the poison plants, the entheogens and psychedelics. They put our persona in a cosmic context. They give us practice at being insignificant, helping us to know our reality is something far beyond this human body. With the earth shattering experiences brought on by these plants, we realize that we are not plugged into the machine, but we are plugged into a cosmic community that is filled with sentience and love and unspeakable power. Our will to hoard and accumulate and be selfish diminishes as we fall into the heart in service to this life that we are shown by our plant guides. In the ancient mystery school at Eleusis, the priests and priestesses would guide initiates into the underworld with the help of entheogenic plants to experience the reality of death and rebirth, to experience the reality of radical belonging to experience the love of the universe and the humility of our relative insignificance. It is with this type of worldview, this frame of reference, that we can safely encounter the lightning path. 
Some people accomplish this by testing their physical limits and alchemizing the discomfort through marathon running, fasting, silence and solitude. We confront our squirming and our resistance and we learn to stay with it and stay in it without dying, without running, without numbing. This gives us the grounding and the anchor to stay in high sensation without needing to numb or run or rage. This friction between our comfort and these uncomfortable and hugely intense energies opens a portal. In the yogic tradition, it is said that the energy behind all existence is Sat Chit Ananda. Sat means truth, Chit is consciousness, and Ananda is bliss. Truth, consciousness, and bliss. When huge sensation arises, if we can anchor into truth, remain conscious, then this energy can shift into bliss. The energy is bliss. It is raw, pure life force. When we practice magic, we intentionally raise energy through song or chanting or dancing so that this energy can fuel our will and magical workings. Whenever we're encountering energy that is already high, we can do the same thing. It is the same energy. It is just a matter of staying centered in ourselves, not getting lost, not allowing the stories imposed on us to siphon this energy from us. An example. A person says something offensive or confrontational. Immediately, energy rises. This is just like the energy that we raise in circle, but it's not occurring in the sanctity of ritual. It's happening in the rawness of daily life. If we can breathe, anchor, ground, stay in our heart, stay awake and conscious, we can feel this fire rising and walk straight into it. The rising fire is a portal. Raw, creative force pulses through this energy. What do we choose here? What do we wish to fuel? Often the answer doesn't come in the moment, but requires some work. We might need to stall to buy some time. We can act as though we ignored the offensive comment or take our leave and go for a walk to be alone, but we need to allow this energy to rise and consciously decide how we want to use it. What is underneath of it? What is the truth here? Does this really have anything to do with the person or the comment they made? Perhaps the comment has created friction with a deeply held truth. The rushing and rising life force have come in defense of this truth. It's showing me that this truth is something I hold dear. This is important for me to know. This truth is something I deeply identify with and I'm willing to protect. Now I know that about myself. But does this truth really need my protection? Do I really need to stand for this against this person? Maybe there's something else that I could do here. 
Maybe I could ask more questions to deeply understand what this person meant by their comment. Do I value this relationship? Do I want to deepen my relationship with this person? Do I want to deeply understand them? Or maybe this has nothing to do with that person at all. Maybe it was a one-off comment that they made. There, There was really nothing that they meant by it, but it just touched a wound in me. This is showing me something. This is shining a light on a place that is asking for my healing and attention. Or maybe this doesn't even need to be connected to the comment at all, but I can allow this rising force to fuel something else I've been putting off doing or saying. This raw energy is here for me to use. Let's say I'm really sure I need to set a boundary with someone, but I've been feeling too timid to do it. But suddenly this triggering comment has given me the rush of vitality and pure, raw, creative force that I can now go and set a boundary that I've been needing to set. This is your energy to be used how you wish. Sometimes we really are in danger, and this rushing life force comes to protect us so that we can hold that boundary or flee to safety. But this is pretty rare in modern life. Mostly this energy is rushing in to protect our identity our persona, our sense of power and standing and control. And these are all in service to the weak ego. The desire underneath is safety, belonging, being seen and valued. Acting out of this need can actually fracture our relationships unless we can shift into the vulnerability beneath the rushing energy. If we can acknowledge the underlying need to be seen or valued and speak to this need, a huge portal is opened for the emergence of a new way of being human. This is what we truly want. And when we can anchor into our truth, our heart, our radical belonging and speak with power from this place of raw truth, we model another way of being. This is alchemy. When we can look this other person straight in the eyes, anchor down into this throbbing portal of raw power through the steadiness of our open heart and say the truth, not only does this liberate our essence in a profound way, but it acts as an activation for the person we're with. They will receive the shimmering, pure, radiant light of our truth and be invited to feel that same power rising in themselves. For some people, this will be hugely uncomfortable and they will stand at that crossroads that we have stood in to train for this moment. They may want space from us. They may rage against our truth. They may be confused and suddenly seem disoriented like they forgot what we were talking about. All of this is okay. What matters is that you have stood in the lightning and you have anchored it to love. Just this act is a stone in the foundation of another way of being human on the earth. This is the work of a lifetime, and I truly believe it is just in these high stakes, hugely divided times that this kind of raw power is flowing so freely that we can make magic rapidly and on large energetic scales.
The divisions are actually portals for emergence. They are the birth canal. The tension is the friction of becoming, the invitation to bliss. We only need to stay conscious, stay in truth. And the alchemy of this raw power will fuel a world of wholeness and harmony. We are in the crucible now. We must learn to stay intact in these pressurized forces. Knowing that the confrontation with the other and the rising energy of that moment is the birth canal, is the portal of emergence. When we can walk into that fire, into that high sensation and stay rooted in our hearts and in love, we can create heaven on earth. We can create bliss. We can move from a place of power and not a place of fear. This is our birthright as humans to be able to walk confidently and with control through any experience of our lives. This kind of solid container is what it means to be human. It's what it means to be an adult. It's what it means to be wise and mature and an elder. Instead of being knocked around by turbulent energies, we stay anchored in the person we have chosen to be, in the character that we have developed for ourselves, in our integrity, in the truth of our hearts, we remain sovereign. We are free. This is magic and alchemy. And it's the way forward. Thank you for joining me for the Plant Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com or on Instagram and Facebook at The Rebel Herbalist. Thank you for joining me, and it's time to come back to life.